0: David and Marcus, two brothers who have a dream Last time I'm going to race in it and I'd really like I'd it. love to What? Race But first, they've got to beat the odds That's our family motto, the Summers could've I'll tell
1: you about could, I could be crazy about you, Mom, but I'm not
0: You're a doctor, couldn't you tell? Tell what? What's the matter with him? Do you tell him that I'm going to make him bleed before I beat him Push it! Push it! Costner, Janice Rule, Alexandra Paul, Ray Don Chong, and David Grant.
1: When people aren't as strong as you would like them to be, okay? And they let you down, have you ever considered forgiving them? I almost did many times.
0: It almost isn't good enough. A film dedicated to the triumph of the human spirit, American Flyers. Tomorrow on HBO.
1: Kai, what do you think American Flyers was about? Two brothers. One is currently a professional bike racer kevin costner the other is the team coordinator coach question mark david because he can no longer ride his bike <laughs> radon chong is the coach's brother's <laughs> wife but used to date costner <laughs> costner is a for the big race the hell of the west when the brother realizes he is going to die so he decides to also train for the race against costner's advice i remember david training with an oxygen mask and pushing himself all, pushing himself harder and harder and then passing out i remember blood transfusions they are also competing against another team, which has a Rowdy Burns-type character and nemesis. Okay. David ends up riding for the rival, and doing surprisingly well. He and Costner battle to the end, crossing the finish line together.
2: Wow. That's what you remembered? That's what I remember.
1: Okay. So, Ken, what do you remember about
2: American Flyers? So, Kevin Costner is a big-time cyclist, but also a doctor, question mark? <laughs> <laughs> He's estranged from his brother, who is also a cyclist, but has also has some rare disease. In the beginning, his brother does a test on the treadmill and is great at it but bre- and breaks some kind of record. Ray Dong Chong is Costner's girlfriend, which is an odd match. <laughs> um, somehow they decide to do this big race in Colorado called Hell of the West. I love how we got that exact detail right. Costner's rival's name is Muzzin, if I'm remembering correctly. Costner ends up having the disease and not his brother. I do remember that. I did remember that His brother ends up Meeting a girl on the road And he eats a french fry Off her leg Which made (laughs) A nine year old me Feel a little weird (laughs) And I said I remember who wins But I don't want to spoil it
1: Oh Wow Yeah
2: That just makes me feel good. It, it, I love it. <laughs> it. It feels awesome. <laughs> so welcome to episode one of a <laughs> Cyberbullies production colon feature presentation. Ah, the Saturday night feature presentation with the Cyber Bullies. I'm Ken Noworski. I'm joined by Kyle Reese Mandel. This is our new podcast. We talk about and review HBO movies from our childhood that we're on constantly. Yeah, that are burned <laughs> into our brains, but weren't blockbusters. So we're going to try. I a... like that. That's good. Yeah. All right. I'll yeah. write that down. Yeah. We're going to try some new segments, different format. Uh, you can still hit us up on uh, Twitter at, at CyberBulliesPod. Uh, we're on Facebook still. Send us emails, CyberBulliesPodcast at gmail.com. Nothing changes there. So the movie we chose for episode one is a 1985
1: classic American Flyers. So, so we, we we just uh, we listened to the preview. <laughs> yeah, you heard us say what we thought. So we wrote that before we watched the movie. So right. How much we could remember about it. Right. So, Ken, how do you think we did? Um, I think you, I, did, you did better than I did. Yeah,
2: I mean, I've probably seen this movie 10 times, if I had a guess. Oh, I, I know I have. Yeah. I just didn't... It was just on all... This is probably the one I've seen the most, if I had a guess. It's probably all... why we picked it first, because we right. knew
1: it was, again, burned into our brains that we'd seen it 100 times. I, I felt pretty confident about the sickness. Yeah. The Hell of the West. That I definitely knew. Ray Don Chong, and that it was like inappropriate, that she was like too young to be anyone's girlfriend. Right, cuz how old is she in this like 20? Yeah, yeah, 22. I th- I looked it up. I think she's like 22 or 23. And Costner's like 35. Right. Does does she wear pants at all in this movie ever? <laughs> no. I'm going to say no.
2: <laughs> so her legs are constantly exposed. Yeah. Jennifer Grey cameo. We got a lot of Sure. To talk about. Oh, absolutely. So, uh this stars Kevin Costner as Marcus Summers. Good name.
1: Good movie name. Sure. This also stars David Marshall Grant as David Summers. Yeah. I thought it was interesting, too, Marcus. I don't know why that made me laugh as a name for him, like, just not Mark. Oh, Mark. Yeah, it's a good, like, biking name. It is. I just felt like he should have been a black guy. Okay. I don't know why that name said to me, like, Marcus. black guy. Yeah, Marcus okay. Summers. Loomis Simmons. <laughs> well, Mark Summers, the host of Double there. That's true. Now that was Mark with a C. Yeah, so was
2: this one, Marcus. I know. Yeah. Doctor Marcus he Summers. is a doctor. He's a medical doctor. I wish Doctor Mark Summers was. <laughs> He's a doctor of dares. Doctor cleaning up, finding a flag and snot. <laughs> doctor slime. So David Marshall Grant, he was in uh, Devil Wears
0: Prada. Oh, that's Air right. America
1: with Mel Gibson. Yep, yeah, Robert yeah, Downey he, Jr. I think. Yeah, he had like a hot minute there where he was. Uh, he was getting cast and stuff. Yeah, Forever Young in with mid, Mel Gibson in the mid '80s. Yeah, maybe they were like. Was he Australian? I didn't even I don't look. Think, yeah, maybe he might be. Yeah. How uh, old?
2: Wait, how old do you think he is? Mark Summers, or Mark Summers. Uh, David Graham. In this
1: movie? In, in real life. Oh, in, now? Uh, at the time of the movie, so 1985. Oh, at the time of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, 28? How old do you think Costner is? 33. They're exactly the same age. They're 35. Oh,
2: okay. But he wow, probably, he's but, young. Because he well, how old young. do you
1: think he's supposed to be? Well, they say he's supposed to be 20. Right. It's insane. It
2: It's so he's almost insane. double the age he's supposed to be. Yeah,
1: and like... I think that's what threw off my memory of the movie was that I didn't remember any of the plot him about him school. To be in, yeah, I don't yeah, remember college. him supposed to be
2: in college. Or the mom. I the, remember the mom a bit but not like I not like the I remember the, that the they thing I the, remember the most was the treadmill scene. Yes. And the racing.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure and the racing. And french fry. <laughs> <laughs> a formative sexual moment. It was, yeah. For yeah, sure. seven years old. I mean, yeah. So the movie is written by Steve Teich. If I don't know if you know who that uh, is, I think I know that. But he is the oh, Oscar-winning okay. writer of Breaking Away, the other oh, famous, the other bicycle movie. movie, right? Interesting. And it's directed by John badham who yeah. did War Games and Saturday Short Night Circuit Fever. and Short Circuit. Yeah, like he's got a good track record for HBO movies. Yeah, because like rewatchable nothing movies. is more rewatchable than war games. You could put that on. Oh, now. I love it. I I watched it this year, probably. Yeah. yeah, my students still watch it. Like it's very it, it, it holds up. Lee Rittenour did the music, or did not the original songs, but the score. Famous sort of like jazz. Okay. artist. Okay, <laughs> in quotes. <Sure. laughs> A name I recognize at the very least.
2: As we said before, Ray Ray Dawn Chang. Yeah, she's in Commando, Color oh, Purple, well, yeah. Soul
1: Man. I mean, '80s superstar. Sure. Yeah, it, what happened to her? In upcoming by the movie way? Soul Man. I mean. It's the debate whether we're going to do it can we find it did they just eliminate that from <laughs> is it like song of the south It's in the disney vault the lexicon <laughs> they just decided yeah. we can never see this again i mean i hope so cause I, we're doing <laughs> it we're going to have to go out to the desert like the atari tape <laughs> <laughs> dig it up <laughs> all the all the soul better in the in the desert <laughs> i hope so <laughs> that would be so that would be my quest in life uh, they pave over it put a school on top it's like 3 months it's like uh, a <laughs> Love, love, canal, but for video games. <laughs> uh, Alexandra Paul is in this. Who's from Baywatch? Which that David's girlfriend? Yep. Okay, so she plays uh the main woman uh opposite David Hasselhoff, the older one. Oh, oh yeah, no I know. kidding. She looks so young here. Yeah, and in that in that show, I feel like she looks a lot older. older but it's sure. only like four years later. I think it's eighty nine that starts or ninety with Hobie. <laughs> well, don't call me Hobie unless you know me. Yeah. Oh god, I forgot about Hobie. Um, and Jennifer Grey with a cameo. Yeah. Right. So Jennifer Grey
2: plays like uh Ray Dong Chong's friend. Yeah. Who we, should they try to set up with David? Who works in the, the and who works get,
1: in the sports science? Lab. Oh my god. <laughs> I, we I couldn't
2: talk about that. I could talk the rest of the day about this. <laughs> it's, so basically Ka- Costner
1: Wait, wait. I got two more for casting. Okay. So so John Amos yeah oh yeah yeah absolutely um, that's a big one he's fucking fantastic he's awesome and his son i think is the mvp of the movie he what was his name i forgot <sighs> i already forgot that's sad that i don't but remember. it, it, it oh, was oh yeah great. i haven't um randolph randolph <laughs> dr conrad and randolph oh god randolph was so
2: good i loved everything about him i love the part when they're like driving up the hill and he sees the guy sucking wind <laughs> and he's like not a lot of black cyclists out there he's like i think i want to bowling i think ball. i'm gonna stay
1: with bowling yeah <laughs>
2: So, just like, we could jump through the movie a little bit, too. So, so we have some categories and some things to cover. Right. But we're not going to do the traditional bullies that go
1: through the movie. Yeah. This is actually a good movie. Yeah. And we're going to keep it, you know, relatively short for us. The best in television. Nobody brings it home like HBO. Why did we like this? Yeah. So, this is one of the questions we had is... It's kind of the question of does this hold up slash why did we like this? And I right. think we can answer both. I think we liked it as I texted you the second I finished. I was like, that was fucking great. Yeah. It is just it's compelling just to watch. G- it's just a good movie. It, it is made by professionals, right? So one an Academy Award winning writer who in who, Breaking Away is a fantastic movie. Like one of the best movies like American movies, right? So certainly from the late 70s, early 80s. That guy does direct a movie. It's exciting yeah. to watch. It is. And there's a lot of filler, but it's good. And like for something we
2: don't, it's certainly I don't know still a lot about cycling. I mean, I Identities were then, huge for this. Like I, it's kind of like skateboarding that they way. They make it exciting.
1: Yeah, and you kind of can grasp and, the concept of what's going
2: on because yeah, you know why? Because it didn't make it too complicated. Yeah, that's right. There's no. It's point. like there's three stages. Yep. The winner it's by time. You could you could gain these flags and gain time. Yeah, they make a big deal. It's a video that game that. and it's, it's a, good.
1: And it's the genius of the voiceover because like it's like um it's like Friday Night Lights. By having right. the, the the radio announcer in it, who just sort of says yeah. all the stuff you need to know, yes. gets all the exposition. That's out. a like, good point. He's like that's that's a yeah. good point. And the same thing in Breaking Away, they have the announcer at the track who keeps the like keeps telling you where you are in the movie, so you know how to follow the race. And and not for nothing, like
2: another thing, classic eighties movies, they made it very sexual for no reason. <laughs>
1: well, I think it's very sexual because he's twenty, right? But they, like even Costner and RDC are sexual. I guess that's true. They yeah, yeah like, when they the get, whole thing is when they get to his horny. apartment in Madison and he's like. Yeah, you know, th- don't be if you here. Screeches of pleasure. Yeah, just like, like, Jesus. My brother said
2: that to me. Oh god. But yeah. like like um also it just the whole thing when he meets the girl, the the hippie on the, the oh, hitchhiker, yeah. that was like they it was like sexually charged the whole time. Yeah, she wanted to get some meat. Was with RDC was sexually charged like yeah, the whole movie. Well they used to be engaged. I know, but come on. It's like Muzzin Muzzin is younger than both Costner and Grant. I could see that, yeah. I, is he really a cyclist? That's what I want to no, know. No,
1: he was just an actor. He's in a bunch of stuff too, actually. Oh, okay, because uh, he was right like a, not a good actor. I I thought he was great. Really? Actually. Oh, you know, I thought he was terrible. You know who I thought if he was, I, he probably was the right age but Ted Levine would have been perfect. <laughs> yeah. You know, did. if he if he could cycle, he's. A, <laughs> I mean, he's a great villain. He's a great that guy, like a great villain. But could you imagine him just on a bike, just? <laughs> oh, sp- trying sp- to learn. <laughs> <laughs> i taught you that trick summers oh. but
2: no like getting back to how it's directed in film the part oh, when, yeah. when he's uh uh costner's you know sick and he's gonna like he really does feel like he's gonna go off the road at a, at a time at, at one point adrian's yes. just like all right great he's gonna fly off a cliff like
1: she had never yeah. seen this like it, she's you, like is that how he's gonna die it's like, really good and it's the kind of movie because it's the 80s i think too you really believe they could kill costner
2: exactly they're like right. he could
1: die in the middle of the movie and that's the movie now you're following right. this other guy who's winning the race because his brother's dead right see, i always had this thing in my head that he that grant and chong almost hooked up no that there was like i mean i there. could see
2: I, the whole movie is everybody's ready to. Hook that's up true like other. they're
1: in a van for hours on end god knows what goes on yeah i i just i don't know why that was stuck in my head as part of it i, mean, I just created that fantasy <laughs> i'm sure you did yeah, which is, yeah i mean they're all good looking yeah i mean like
2: th- yeah that part where oh man like and as I'm watching it, I'm like, yeah, this is very...
1: like." Now I know why I was like into this and couldn't wait to watch this over and over again. It, again, it's very rewatchable. The tension's really good with the race. Because, again, I knew the ending, and yet I watched the whole thing thinking, what's going to happen? Is he going to do it? My only problem with this movie, the race scenes are ungodly long. <laughs>
2: I was about to say is, this is the thing. They don't have. They didn't have a movie. Because Hell of the West started, and I paused it. There was 40 minutes left. I was about the to last say, 40 minutes is yep. three stages of the race. I'm like, holy shit.
1: But, like, but it's also... You have to remember they weave in Costner that his sickness because you don't there. find out till they're in the race. I though. know, but if you if we timed it, I bet you it's less
2: than five minutes of the whole thing with Costner being
1: sick. No, I agree. I think that's why they did it that way, though. Because once he's sick, where else do you go with it? Do you know what I mean they had yeah. to do? They had to have the race be that long because otherwise, if you do it in order, like he goes to David, we think David's sick, Costner's sick, and, and I got to say they like, go to the race and then with the race yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I know, but they build it up in the beginning. Now
2: rewatching it. And understanding, mm-hmm. st- they do it brilliantly, the part where David is Overhears. eavesdropping. Yeah. And Dr. And you know it's Costner. I didn't
1: remember that. See, that was oh, the thing. Okay. Is that So watching it again, I'm like, oh, right. I'm like, he's... Because, like, I... So the two things where I, th- I remembered I thought David was sick, and because I remembered him doing the stress testing. Right. And when he collapses on the thing, I thought it was, but was sick. But now it makes sense why he does so well. Yeah, he breaks Because he's in tremendous defenders. shape. Yeah, he's 20 years old and right. destroys it. Right. Right. Yeah, in my head, so you're right though. They do the, the, that. It's not supposed to be suspenseful, but it is, right. or, or like too suspenseful. It's kind of like war games that way. Of like, <laughs> you know, they're not gonna blow up the world, but also it's like maybe it'll
2: happen. Yeah. The thing I caught at the end though, this time was Costner's like, "I only have a
1: few days." I'm like, "A few days." Yeah, that was that was days. Strange. And the thing with the mom doesn't make as much sense because it seemed like she knew a lot, despite the fact that she and Costner were not talking at all. But is this? I mean, look, I didn't do any research is this it, a cerebral
2: aneurysm doesn't seem like a hereditary thing if it is why would they tell
1: you you well, can't do anything about a medical it. doctor i know but like i guess if you're having spells or whatever they have to tell you what's going on it, it was a strange choice of ailment right it could have been like i mean that would be like pancreatic cancer right or something yeah, it would like have to that. be something that was so far along but i guess because it's an aneurysm you can be healthy and a bit sick you know you could physically like you can ride a bike but yeah your brain's true. about yeah, to explode right. yeah but it, it did feel a little bit. It's a bit very eighties, like, 80s, like yeah. It doesn't really matter what it is. Yeah, He's we're in the bits of AIDS. Like there's a, there are mystery diseases everywhere. Yeah, uh, yeah
2: that's true. They, they they might not have known back then that it's. not. I don't know.
1: Right. I, don't know. I, I think it was just an easy way to write it in there, or or like the writer knew someone who had like this happen to him, like collapse on a bike and died, and he was like, right. oh, I wonder, I wonder what happened if you knew you had it, what would okay. you do? But again, that's it's like a very eighties thing to do that of like here's this very simple concept, the high concept movie, like yeah. Bicyclist with a with a brain problem. <laughs> yeah, it works. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, Ticket clock. The only
2: other thing that bothered me about this movie was how David cleans up when he spills the vegetables. Yeah, what is with going his on? bare hands? What is going on in that scene? There's paper t- paper towels have been invented in 1985. Yeah, or just
1: get the bowl, scoop it up. Get a broom. He fucking You're not gonna co- eat he
2: wipes it around with his hands. It made me nauseous. <laughs> he's playing cauliflower hockey on the floor. I mean, come on!
1: Dude, I think that the, the not the thing that infuriated me, but the thing that maybe sort of I, I, a thing I would have noticed in, a, in the in the cyber, normal cyber bullies was there's a McDonald's on a riverboat. Wait, when? In the beginning. Oh, when, when they're in when St. He's Louis. He's riding through St. Louis. He rides by this riverboat, and it's just a,
2: it just has a big golden arch on. Oh, it. I didn't even notice that. But that opening scene was awesome. Oh, like it's he's great. riding around. Yeah,
1: you learn everything. It, about-
2: it jacks you right up for the movie. Yeah.
1: Tonight's an action-packed blast on HBO, starting at eight with Sylvester Stallone in the premiere of Rambo: First Blood Part Two. Then at ten, Ralph Macchio gets his kicks as the Karate Kid. At twelve ten a.m., catch the gritty moments in Training Camp. The Bulls are back. There's a knockout fall heading your way tonight and every night on HBO. So I think that covers right, why, miss, yeah, we missed like this. yeah, missed opportunities,
2: yeah, missed opportunities. I guess we kind of talked. I kind of talked about it was like it, it need to be tightened a bit. It was two hours. It should have been an hour and 40. Yeah. 20 minutes out of the race. Yeah. I, I get like why they a did little that bit.
1: Because they do spend a lot of time. There's, in the beginning there's nothing going on. There's literally
2: r- literally parts of the race where they stop pedaling and they're just gliding. Yeah. And you're watching them go
1: around a turn. I sincerely think they thought this movie was going to be like a cinematic like you would watch like for the cinematography. Oh, okay. And so that's I mean, why it is well shot. No, no, I, I think it is, but I think they thought like, oh, these gliding scenes are going to be like if you're in a theater with a bunch of people and you're watching this cool scene with cool music. It's like MTV. It's just like a scene set to music. Okay. I, I know now, maybe doesn't play that way because it's just so slow. Yeah. But it is like really good. There's a lot of scenes I'm just riding through these beautiful landscapes. No, yeah, they're in the in the Rockies, the Rockies and right? they're riding west from Madison? Question mark <laughs> Yeah. They ride their bike for a lot of it too, which is also yeah. Well, they train, right? They yeah. train for
2: a lot of the movie
1: yeah that's right that's right so I think that was the thought there because you're okay, right that I, makes sense
0: because
2: I did have that thought of like wow this is like the race is long it is I, I like was like whoa this is like but, taken forever but they did have each stage mean something the, see, the uh, stage two was the best right where he collects all four flags see I think stage one is the best oh see I don't like that one why not I liked it but stage one's great he all carries right, his bike you, across the well, finish line let tell you the problem with this movie oh is with, the, with that, I think the, I know what the, Missed Opportunities is now called. <laughs> Let me tell you the problem <laughs> with this movie. Technically, all right. So the first stage, right, Ka- Costner wins. This is before he gets sick. He wins stage one.
1: Well, no, he's sick the whole time. R-
2: well, he before the symptoms really set. Yeah, in. before he falls ill or whatever. Correct. So Costner wins stage one. David, you have to finish in the top 48 to, to qualify. Mm-hmm. So David and this other guy are 47 and 48. Yes, and they collide by the by the. There's like a wall that they have to climb up at the end of the. And David's yeah. bike tire bends in half.
1: Basically. And this is his first race. His too. first so, race, so he doesn't like. It, it's clear he's kind of out of his depth. He's a very good rider, but doesn't have the experience right. to like pace himself. So he quali- He
2: has to run his bike over the finish line to qualify, which is a, it's a great scene. Yeah, yeah. The problem is all of a sudden now, stage two, they have this strategy where he's going to go ahead of the pack. And collect he's behind Costner by like two and a half minutes, let's say yeah, two hours yeah two minutes it was and more, it was over seconds. two
1: minutes because there were th- four flags thirty seconds each right, so he collects all
2: four flags, so he makes up the time great right mm-hmm. now he's even he get he finishes third right yeah, so he's, he's 10 right seconds behind eleven seconds behind now the third stage is a regular race mm-hmm. all of a sudden he knows how to do everything he's right in the front
1: yeah I, I mean I think that was I think you're supposed to get out of this is like he's a, a savant. They like his brother is like this great athlete and he's actually as good, but because of the because he's his brother's so much older and the dad died of this, they never let the brother race because they were worried about him.
2: No, I I understand,
1: but I'm saying like so so he's really good at it. He just never had a chance, right? But he he learns how to do it in two stages. Yeah, it does. Okay, he learns how to fuck like in one night with with Alexander Paul. I don't
2: think he's supposed to be a virgin, is he?
1: Yeah, no. Oh, he, he's a virgin in that scene, hundred percent. No way. He looks at her like, what?
2: Well, she's beautiful. But no, like, I know, but for, come especially on. for 1985.
1: <laughs> <What is that? laughs> well, there's a scale. No, I know. You're right. It's, it's just, I, I hadn't thought about it until you said
2: it. Um, I think he's a virgin. Oh, I disagree. Mm. That's a poll. That's Cyberbully's poll. I, it's a better movie if he's a virgin. Cause he, cause yeah, he... but they they, they okay. should basically make him some kind of doofus. He's not though, but he is. No, he's not. Ken. All right, I mean, lay... it's a hard disagree. Let me lay out. The I think do... he's cool. I'm like, oh boy.
1: Now, <laughs> now we know who the doofus <laughs> of the cyberbullies is. Well, I think we do that. So I'm gonna lay out the case. One, he's 20 years old, lives with his mom, isn't really in school. Has a... He is, do but you he's see not his doing... bedroom. His bedroom like the bedroom of an eight year old. He. It's true. Okay. So one, he he he's clearly sort of naive or sort of innocent. And, and I mean, to be fair, his dad did just die, and he's taking care of his mom. Agree. He's not doing anything to his mom. His bedroom sucks, though. Yeah, yeah. And, and he clearly is living there and enjoying it. It's not like he's there and it's like, this sucks. Okay. Right. And now, in 1985, that's unusual. Today, that, that wouldn't be that crazy to have your mom child in the bar. But his mom also
2: works for, at a talent <laughs> agency or runs a talent agency. Right.
1: And he is meeting women through
2: this. But that's why So you point. know he's hooking up with these women. But he's not. He is. They literally have, they had a part. Where I know. He goes, he's on the phone and be like, yeah, you know, I, I, I like, you know, but, you know, I'm not my mom. I, I can't get you in the town <laughs> Right. Age. But they
1: just, call, they're cold calling him. He's not a person he knows. Just like he got the letter in the mail. It's like, yeah, but they went on your mom? No. Yes, they did. Mm. They, she said, I know we had a good, you know, we went out, but. Okay. Um, but they didn't fuck. I, yes, I'm, they did. <laughs> no, there's no way. <laughs> I think it's the most we've ever argued on this show. There's no way. Because he, the way. He's so protected by his mom and he's so protected by his brother that I think we're supposed to think he has no life experience. Like, how many times does Costar say to him, "Like, I know you don't understand this, but," and it's like going to the grocery store or whatever. Like, they treat him like he really is like special needs. I'm actually kind of surprised it wasn't like a more like an <laughs> I Am Sam movie.
2: <laughs> I, I don't know. I, so, I I think he's. I I don't think he's a virgin.
1: If he's not a virgin, he is extremely inexperienced.
2: He went. He went through. He
1: went through like high school as,
2: you know, not a not a unpopular guy. I don't think, but it
1: kind of seems that way. He has no friends. He doesn't have like when they bring Jennifer Gray over, that also seems like he has no idea what he's doing. Well, he was mad at the situation. No, I know. Instead of just, I agree, he handled that wrong. He should have, but it just didn't seem like he was like not not just that he's mad at his brother, but that he didn't know what to do. Like he didn't know how to interact with a person. Hmm. He, he almost has like um like a rage disorder, like you know what I mean. Like he just goes from like zero to sixty. Okay. I I just I, I I feel like the whole movie they're trying to tell us like there's a guy who can't control himself, is too immature, but not not like a Tom Cruise in Days of Thunder immature, but like like an overly protected immature. Hmm. Which made me feel like when they go to have sex, he's a virgin. We can watch the scene again. <laughs> okay. I, I,
0: I, I, All right. Uh,
1: other missed opportunities. I don't know. You have anything? No, that was it. Really. I, I mean, it's not a missed opportunity, but it, or it's in the neighborhood of missed opportunity is the Russians. Like this movie yeah. had everything. Yeah, it, it really, really did. I, I wrote at one point, I'm like you know, the Russians are going to cheat somehow in this movie, <laughs> of course. But like they were kind of tangential to it. I like that they were there. Yeah, they could have just made Mazan a Russian, but uh, you know, but they needed, I guess, him. Yeah, to I like, I like, I like how they had that villain set up. But what was the what was the Russian's name? <sighs> I already forgot. Not Barloff, but it was. It like was something like that. It was yeah. perfect. It was yeah, like, yeah. And that is the other thing. Is all the names are great. Oh, they're awesome. They are. They, they nailed I, the names. I, and I already know from the movies we have on the potential list that one thing all these movies share, <laughs> hilarious, perfect movie <laughs> names. Uh, Marcus Summers, David Summers. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Muzzin. Randolph. Muzzin. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. So I think that's the only thing. I mean, and maybe tightening up Act Three, but. Yeah, that, that was it. Other than that, yeah. 20 minutes shorter, like most movies. Or, or find some other subplot in there, like I don't know, a pregnancy scare for uh, Alexander Paul or something. Okay, and like now he thinks he's gonna die, and he's got a kid on the way. Mm. All right, that's not a punch. Bad. I feel like that's a punch up. <laughs> <He> <laughs> punch has, it up. He has sex once, gets her <laughs> pregnant, and now he's. That's why he's riding like a madman. He needs to win the money. Is there money? They didn't even talk about the <laughs> prize. At some point, they said it was worth a lot of money. Okay. Which is why Muzzin was all pissed off about it. Because otherwise, like, what's the hell of the West? I know. I, well, it's supposed <laughs> I to be like, a tour, tour de France, I guess. I but... guess. <laughs> they do treat it like it is a tour de France. Yeah. And that was the first year. That year that year, the year after is when Greg LeMond won. Greg LeMond, yeah, sure. Yeah, 86, I believe. So mm. They were trying to hit the zeitgeist. We'll get the, we'll get the box office in a minute. All right. but all right. What's more
0: fun than a barrel of monkeys? A gaggle of fraggles, of course. And you can catch them down at Jim Henson's Braggle Rock next on HBO.
2: All right, so fashion recap. Oh, here we go. All right. For the most part, okay.
1: I, uh, for Define for, uh, okay. For
2: 1985, okay. Costner's...
1: He scene, had a great wardrobe. The scene Costner was no,
2: good. I di- hard disagree. Really? The first scene he comes in, he is, his clothes are tense... Ten size is too big. Oh, and the later he has a short better. he has a short sleeve button down on with a tie. Okay, it, but it's like Dwight Schrute colors. Yeah,
1: yeah. But it's nineteen it, five. But it's so a... was it boxy? It's so oh. ill fitting. See, in my mind, he is like it's more cut. Huh? Maybe I just imagined because Coster is good looking, but he's so thin in this movie. Well, I think which makes, makes sense, sense cause right? Cause you sick, don't right? know, but but I, he's my mind, super he's, thin. In my mind, he looks like more like like real tight cut clothes because he's, so, he's like oh, in good not shape. in that scene ah, it's so interesting maybe i just imagine that but he other than that he, other than that i really know david's clothes are dumb he wears like he <laughs> wears, you don't like david he wears well, jorts, he, like, he wears shorts th- 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 and a cut off t-shirt and a cowboy hat like he could have been in a hundred gay pornos yeah i but, mean i know it's like the five i know well that's what it is you have to go with the times too the cowboy hat was it, it, that was the topper to that ridiculous outfit yeah radon right
2: chong had no problem with what she was wearing. No the
1: women for the most part wore yeah, they like were fine. normal like had, like
2: uh what's the, David's girlfriend's name? I forgot. I
1: don't know, Moonbeam. I can't remember. Yeah.
2: And she had like the 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 bad like streaks uh, in her hair. Becky. Becky had like bad streaks in her hair, but other than that everybody was pretty I actually didn't mind that, but yeah. Yeah, it, it mean, made sense cuz she's yeah. supposed to be out there too. You're supposed exactly. to get the sense that she's right. like, a, you know. But other than other than that I the fashion in this I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, he's goofy. It's too, good. but again, it just shows like he
1: has no game. He's odd. He's odd, but he's not a virgin. I think he. I think if you make this, well, we'll talk about it. But if you make this movie today, he's autistic. He, yeah, I could see that. You know I mean, he can't quite relate to people. He yeah. needs this woman to like take control and like tell them they're gonna fuck. Because mm-hmm. like when they go to the hotel, they're like, "Are we gonna get in the room together?" And he looks at her like, "Should we?" Like, duh. You got to remember,
2: like he, yeah, he's definitely awkward. Like I, he, he's inexperienced, <sighs> but he's not a virgin.
1: All right. That just my opinion. No, could I could mean, be wrong. That's, I mean, maybe we're splitting hairs, but it's it just. It, right. I just thought that was the point. I guess maybe, but but yeah, his his outfits are childish. <laughs> <past>. <laughs> like <laughs> that's what I mean. It reinforces. I like, can't disagree with you. <laughs> that's why it reinforces to me that like he is somehow not okay. I think they're just right.
2: they're trying to hammer home that he's twenty or nineteen yeah, or whatever. And, and he doesn't
1: look old or young. Like, it's a hard sell. 20, but also 35 is a hard also, sell. everybody's so goddamn tan in this movie. <laughs> well, look, I loved it because it's like, unlike a Lifetime movie. They're outside all day. They better yeah. be fucking tan. I mean, they are like... Yep. Ps- like, the they just got back from Cabo.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Without the herpes. Yeah, serious. Yeah, I because, like, when I read that he was 35, I went, fuck, he looks like 23. Yeah, he looks young. He but does. then when you say 20, you're like, he's not 20. Yeah, yeah,
2: he definitely wasn't of college, but I thought... like, I, he I was, was
1: shocked mid-20s. when I looked up his age. Yeah. Shocked.
0: Next, a tiny elf casts a spell over all. An animated fantasy filled with music. The special magic of herself, the elf, on HBO.
1: All right, gif moment. Okay, so I have two. Okay. I think it's either... Mm-hmm. And now, I, I, the way I'm thinking about this is not just like the moment I remember, or is like interesting to well, watch. Well, if we were making a GIF, right? right, to signify some emotion or something to react, yeah, to, exactly, that he would send to someone. Yeah, I know exactly what mine is. I, I think I feel like yours is gonna be one of mine, one of the okay. two. So one is when he's finishing the stress test. Oh, and he's that's got a all the stuff, and that's he, awesome. And he and he's running, and his legs go out from underneath them. Yeah, because it's great acting. Yeah, it's if, great. He, yeah. Do, he there's no stunt double. He does perfect. If you've ever had this happen when you're running or doing something, your knees just give. Yeah, he has to. He, and he grabs on. Yeah, he goes jelly leg, and he tries to keep going. And then at one point, he does. Yeah, and then at the end, he doesn't. So yeah. both could both be gifts, where you you recover or you fall. Okay, or bloody nose, Costner on the bike just just weaving yeah just because we- they do a great job because they shoot it all from the ground so like oh no see, that seems awesome all you see is his face and him going like and he's really it's good good acting he's just like you could feel him like verge and then they cut the off the road where he's on the edge yeah oh, that is terrifying it, that really i was like uh yeah
2: costar's a good actor I, they were all good yeah I, those are for me is like okay so my gift moment is i forgot when, to put the timestamp. i'll make sure I put okay it down. uh my gift moment is when he eats the ketchup fry off her leg yeah, because he he looks he, look, he yeah. looks at her and he looks at it he looks at her. <laughs> yeah, that's and good. He, he you're just right. That it. is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that is a good one. I do like that. Kind of like when you're like don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, huh?
1: uh? <laughs> he just does that it. is really funny. <laughs> <Don't>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I will make sure uh, when we put the episode up, I'll we'll make sure these gifts are available on our Twitter account. We will, we will make them widely available. Widely. <laughs> Dude. I mean, they'll be on the internet. Five people. <laughs> Anybody who wants it can find it. But those are good ones. may even exist already. I don't know. Give you three guesses what this is.
0: If this looks slightly foreign to you, there's a good reason. If you had a TV set that could tune in the entire world, this is what you'd see. Right. Ever wonder what a Soviet game show is like? If Fellini directed a commercial, what would that look like? Have Ever see a, a Russian right music
1: video? Some of it's outrageous. <laughs> Some of it's a scream. So join George Plimpton. Ah! for uncensored channels tv around the world
0: premiering August 4th on HBO
2: All right Kyle so oh, I like that. Okay, here we go. I wrote a theme song for this movie. I'm going to try to do this for everyone. Okay? I, lo- I love everything about this. As neither one of us knows how to play an instrument. True. And I don't want to sing. <laughs> yeah, well, true. I mean, you know, I
1: guess anybody can sing. Right. But...
2: And uh I don't want to do it over the actual song that it's to, but I'm pretty sure you'll know what it's from. All right. Okay. So the name of this song is American Flyers, in parentheses, Hell Out West. (laughs) Now, I can't look at you when I'm doing this. Okay. Now, we're going to give this a shot. I've never sung on a microphone before besides, you know, messing around.
0: United hell out west, training hard, training free to be the best. You got the strength, you know the streets. Pedaling faster, build the momentum. You can't be beat. You're at your best when the going gets tough. You've been put to the test, but it's never enough. American Flyers, American Flyers, brothers in blood riding their horses of steel. (laughs) Brother Summers making their way. Taking our Muslim, and can he be beat, they'll have their say. RDC supporting a man, helping him train. Stoking his fire, he'll win, yes he can. The race to the top, he's pathled and bruised. Working together, there's no way they can lose. American Flyers
1: That was great. Okay. And the <laughs> only thing I'll say is I wanted more about his head exploding. <laughs> like about the aneurysm. But otherwise... <laughs> we can't give away, give I away guess, the secret. I guess that's true. The, the theme, theme song. The theme song can't be so explicit. <laughs> I don't know what possessed you to do that, but I love I don't it. Know. Oh my god. It's had the urge. Yeah. I hope every theme song is also that song.
2: Well, I had an idea for the next movie we're doing. Oh, already. you already you already have
1: a Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> for the song. So do you want me to put the music underneath <laughs> that or not? <laughs> if you could figure it out, but I think I probably sang it too fast. No, it's um I know I know what it is. On the tip of my tongue, I just can't think of it. Oh, well, you've got the touch. Yeah, I was gonna say it's from Boogie Nights, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this song called? <laughs> Which is I Already is called the touch. Actually. Yeah, it is called the touch. You're right. I mean, your singing is better than their
2: singing. <laughs> certainly, it's hard to sing bad for somebody that knows how to sing for them to sing bad.
1: That's true. It probably is really difficult, <laughs> but fun. Oh my god! Well, that was the theme song. <laughs> Do you want to listen to the actual theme? I, I would like to see. it. Maybe we could close with it, or uh, yeah, we'll close. With, we'll close okay. with it because people. It is good. It like all. No, it's not. Yeah, it's a perfect '80s song. Yes, I wrote that down. I was like, this montage to this song at the beginning is perfect. Mm -hmm. It, It is exactly what you want from an '80s movie.
0: Just had this one teensy problem,
1: a love problem.
0: Classic stuff,
1: huh? She could help others, but not herself.
0: I've never loved anyone. I don't think I can. Passion turns to hunger, and dreams become reality. Leslie Ann Warren, Jean-Bierre Beaujau, and Keith Carradine. Choose me. Friday on HBO. All
2: right. Recasting. Oh, now, this is when I really... This is tough. Because, like, at the time, it's really... I, first of all, I think Costner's perfect. Yeah. Uh, he, he carries... The, he could carry the movie. Yeah. Right? I think the only questionable... There's two parts maybe that could be
1: recast. I love RDC, but she's too young for college she's really good in it though but she's awesome but like if you're trying to go someone older and you're trying to go like if you're trying to go mixed race or or like trying to like get a little diversity that makes it a little harder right but like mm, so who did you have i didn't i didn't th- i really did i the only person I really would recast is David. Yeah, and that's again not because he's bad. You just need someone who looks younger.
2: I, I mean, like Tom Cruise would have been great. Now, see, I, I don't think you're gonna get him, right? In no, well, right. I mean,
1: is this like ideal or is this who you could, could actually say, get? I would say make it more like, slow. See, I think see Thomas Howell, obviously perfect. Is like you can get him. Yeah, he's, he's famous enough. He's obviously athletic. As a movie we're gonna do in the future, <laughs> of course, <laughs> we we know that he can play sports, <laughs> and he he has like more of the roguish boyish thing going on like he's a little sexier a little more but he also has like a little more edge Mm -hmm. that like less of the autistic you know what i mean like yeah awkward stuff um and that's a different movie but it feels like he and Coster have would have more of like a -a tête-à-tête like when they're arguing and stuff there's more competition between them
0: yeah that's
2: a
1: good point yeah because that's the other way to go with this movie is like see i think cruise would crush this with no he that's a different movie that's it's top gun on bikes (laughs) which is a great fucking movie (laughs) hell of the west is just top gun school <laughs> it's like muzzin is al kilmer right uh, uh dr rhodes is tom scarrett <laughs> i'm not sure who, who uh his son is but <laughs> but yeah mcgillis right like yeah is, is, is rdc yeah i don't like that as much i love it yeah, I so my re- so I I agree with you. I thought it was actually pretty well cast. It was. Overall. It was really good. John Amos is fantastic. He's awesome, and they actually give him a decent amount to do. Yeah. Like you kind of think he's just going to be in the movie for a minute, but then when he comes back at the end and all the stuff in the the sports science lab. Oh boy, <laughs> I think we, we have a separate episode on that. Yeah, that that really could be. Just, <laughs> I mean, it's. I loved it because it really is cutting edge like they're it really, really trying is. for the time it really was and it's especially around like the olympic sports right because it was not professional right. sports it was the national programs that were training people like this like do, using sports science and nutrition not the raiders or whatever right right um c- mostly because of the the western the germans and the and the russians right they're like we got to keep up because they're doping so right. we have to like learn how to do stuff right so that's why biking was getting it versus you know yeah baseball or something. no it was all it was good i was yeah. i really enjoyed i mean the part. science was terrible no but, but but yeah the rest of it was great right and it was packed in there yeah it was weird how many people <laughs> were in that program and a lot of the rules were dumb like the t-shirt, the t-shirt oh yeah like, oh god what the fuck is happening here so i did present day casting as well oh okay so and what i did so I, I have a couple options i did two things one was sort of straight casting like what would it be like today and then i did a black version okay okay me. So, Doctor Marcus Summers, and again, this is more ideal than realistic. Jake Gyllenhaal, okay, maybe a little too old right now.
0: No, I think he's, he's like our age. He's yeah, like I don't know 40. if he could be
1: winning a bike race. He's in yeah. fucking good shape. No, I know, but he's also forty, whatever. Yeah, okay, but I think those guys all look so young. It yeah, felt they do. Like... Yeah, he's looked the same age for ten years. Um, so David Summers was tough. Yeah, because you got to find. I, I really Tom Holland. Sh- I, I had that originally. Mm-hmm. I felt like he was too skinny. I know he's, like, good in Spider-Man or whatever, but yeah. he, he felt... Yeah, but cyclists guess, are thin. I guess that's true. He just didn't look, like, athletic to me. Athletic? Yeah. Okay. So I, I went with a guy you may not know, Theo James. Very, mm-hmm. very handsome young man. little more um, pretty. He's a pretty gentleman. Okay. He's on... um, Oh, he was the bad guy in uh, 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 Maze Runner. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, like, the other... Yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got, it's got nice lips. Oh my god. If I recall correctly, <laughs>
2: you need to calm down. I'm just letting you know. <laughs>
1: uh, so, Sarah, aka RDC, by yeah. Zoe Kravitz. Okay. All right. Maybe two on the nose, because, yeah. like, daughter of a famous person, very attractive. <laughs> yeah. Also mixed race. Like, if yeah. I, I guess she's not mixed race, she's just very light skinned. But, um, I, uh, oh, oh, Becky, this is a slam dunk. Alexandra Daddario. The, the woman she from. Is, oh, she's, she, she's too hot? Yeah, you think? I think so. Not if you make all the people hot.
2: You, yeah, no. You want someone skinnier? No, not skinnier, but less attractive. Really? Yeah.
1: Like attainable. Uh, see, all right, interesting. Yeah. All right, who would you go with? Then? I don't know, but. Uh, who's me, like a younger. I also don't know young actresses. Yeah, me neither. I really don't know. <laughs> that was anything. one of the things I learned looking at this. like, holy shit, I don't know what any of these people are. Um, Muzzin was tough. This is another one where I was just like, who's like. Both young enough and also, like, menacing enough. I couldn't. So I ended up going with the guy for Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay. See, I think they go pro athlete there. See, I wondered about that, too. Like, do you just Like, Marshan. Like, like just Just somebody that's known
2: for, like, Sean Avery. Yeah, I was about to say it. Like, just somebody that everybody hates.
1: That's pretty good. I like that. He doesn't have to act at all. He just no, he would just be himself. Him. So you go Mr. T. You just go, like, yeah, we're, we're yeah. leaning into this. Yeah, that's like, can't
2: idea. you see Sean Avery trying to push uh, Mark, uh, David Summers off the oh, road? Oh,
1: absolutely. He tries to commit murder in that movie. It's awesome. He yeah. literally tries to kill him. And yet, you like him. I know. It's, it's a great, <laughs> they, it's, that's what I mean. It's He's well a good cast. actor. Yeah, it's well done. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess what I was thinking is I don't know if you've ever seen The Fall. Um it's a, a British or an Irish show mm-hmm. with with Jillian Anderson and he plays like this like creep serial killer guy okay. who she's chasing, but they're also kind of in this weird romance. So he's like so he's like really charismatic and you're he's also terrifying because so he's murdering people. Okay. And it kinda you need like that quality. Yeah. That menacing quality, but also like you like this person for some reason. Okay. Um Doctor Conrad, I was I was stuck. I had nothing. Which one was Doctor Conrad John Amos? Uh, John Amos, yeah. <sighs> and I had nothing for Randolph either, so I don't know child actors. <laughs> Yeah, I think we I think this is a movie where the people are too young that yeah, we would it, it's need. really tough. Uh I'll quickly go through my black casting. Okay. <laughs> All people you've heard of, I think. So Chadwick Boseman for Dr. Marcus Summers. Okay, good one. Uh John Boyega for David Summers. Okay, I like that. Cuz he uh, he has that like young quality. I actually don't know how old he is, but he feels 30. like 30. Yeah, he feel but like he has a very youthful vibe to him yeah, which I enjoy. Um uh Bell who's uh what's her name for Night Lights?
2: Uh oh okay yeah that's a good one yeah she's very attractive
1: zendaya as becky
2: yeah i'm not crazy about her but
1: okay i get well but i think that fits what you're saying it does you're right yeah again muzzin was tough but i went romany malco (laughs) who's that he's uh uh, (laughs) you're not gonna go fucking niger's alba no he, no, he he's MC Hammer from the MC Hammer story. Oh, yeah. I love him. And he's, he's a, on he's on Million Little Things. Yeah, he's a great he's my athlete. Favorite character. He's an actual athlete. He's really funny. He carries back, but he can also he's great when he's mean. I love him mean. Oh, see, I can't see him being a villain. Really? No. Okay, so maybe I overstepped. I think he
2: would be a good David or Marcus Summers. He's too old. He's like
1: 50, is he? He's like fifty five years is old. Is he? Really, no, we wrote uh, is from, from from. 40 year old virgin oh no, no 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 idris elba's too old I'm oh saying. yeah no you, oh, you think malcolm would be good yeah i don't think so it's too jokey okay yeah you need a guy who's like funny but mean and maybe need... idris elba could be uh john amos <laughs> that would make more sense it would be more like a, a it'd be more futuristic you yeah know, like this like cutting edge but doctor. he's such a good villain in the office <sighs> yeah that's true i mean <laughs> he's look he can obviously do it he's like one of the greatest actors alive yeah like 20 years ago that definitely okay yeah, that's interesting. That's all I have. I like Black American Flyers. I'd watch it. <laughs> I, like, I, I want this be, I want it to be called that. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> what else would you call it? I don't know. I wish I had thought about African American Flyers? Yeah, probably. Today? I don't know. They would just call it American Flyers. I mean, I know what they would call it, but I was trying <laughs> to think of like, I wonder what it would be in 1985. I wish I had thought about that. That would have been good. The following movie has been rated PG by the Motion Picture Association of America. Parental guidance is suggested.
2: So the next movie we're gonna pick. So in 2035, we we'll Pulse. F- now there's a couple different pulses out there, but this one is the one from 1988. And I think Kyle will drop in the trailer. I would think.
1: Yeah, we'll put. I'll put in something.
2: And uh, yeah, so uh, that was our first shot. So hit us up, send us some email, send us a, a tweet about what you thought about this. Uh, I had a lot of fun. I it was refreshing to do. It was great different to watch. Categories, too. yeah. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll
1: get better as we go. You know, yeah. the first one's always tough.
2: But all right. So That's for uh, Dr. Kyle uh, Reesendel, this is Ken Worski, And that has been Cyber Dilly's <laughs> Cyber <laughs> production. Feature presentation. Thank you. Manu. Colon. Feature presentation. <laughs> Manu. It
0: keeps us warm. It ain't a thing. It's a signal. pulse. Oh. It keeps us comfortable. <laughs> Spooky. It cooks our meals. Why is it doing this to us? Stop it, stop it, stop it! Pull the plug, lady. In every second of every day, it improves our lives. Pull all the plugs. And in a flash, it can end them. (laughs) Columbia Pictures presents Pulse, the ultimate shocker.
1: This is O.J. Simpson. And this season on HBO, I'm going to show you the ins and outs, the ups and downs of training camp, California Bulls style. Next...